Sage. <laughs> I love that smell. My goodness. With our sugar whip. <laughs> I, um, and let's get this podcast started. I did this the other day and uh, uh, obviously trying to get the flame going blew it into my <laughs> moustache so hard that the rest of the day I could just smell sage in my moustache, which was kind of nice at the same time, but very um, uh, fireplace, smoky, mm, you know, lovely love smell. Um, but if we're on, let's just start. So welcome, everyone, welcome. <laughs> to, a, to another very formal and well-structured Mindfully Love podcast, starting with a little bit of sage burning, um, just to help us clear this energy a little bit. Mm. Uh, As we're sitting on our couch at the moment. Yeah, uh, taking in every moment we can. So uh, as you might have been aware, uh, to the people who do follow us on our socials, it's been uh, crazy is crazy the right word, bit of a crazy, busy (laughs) period, eventful, eventful. Uh, not always, you know, challenging in in a heavy way, but but certainly challenging in in a lot of uh, positive ways and uh, helpful ways, I guess. Mm-hmm. But uh, but here we are. We're still around. We missed the podcast last week as we're trying to get on top of everything. We have a big move coming up uh, and a lot of um, I suppose closing up of our current situation with finishing up with work and. All that sort of stuff so we can go 100% full-time presence with Mindfully Loved, right? Yes, it's it's been it's an exciting period. Um, but as you said, eventful, there's a lot happening. Mm. Um, I also have my mom visiting from Cyprus mm. and she's staying with us mm-hmm. for six weeks. Um, so there's been a lot of family time, back to full-time work for both of us. Yeah. And slowly starting the process of packing, moving, the rental process, as well as starting our monthly healing equals yesterday, four mm-hmm. weeks. So it's been, it's been eventful. eventful. We love every minute of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think all these, I guess, business has also allowed us to come up with today's topic. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, mm. I'll sort of just introduce it briefly because off the back of, so in amongst all this uh, uh crazy busy time however you want to phrase it that we've had uh there is has still been a lot of inner work that Mm. we've been doing obviously there's a lot that we still need to process as we close some chapters here and open some new ones so uh, as part of that i went away for a weekend the other week and took part in um in in mankind projects new warrior training uh, which was a bit of a rites of passage um, over a couple of days that I got to do. And I suppose, you know, I, I won't go into detail about that, but one of the things that Be really... Another episode. Another episode, <laughs> maybe, yeah, sure. Uh, one of the things that really grabbed me from it was the significance of ceremony and ritual yeah. in everything we did. I, I, I'm a very meaning-based person. I, I uh, thoroughly enjoy and feel there's greater engagement in the things that you're doing when there's good, solid meaning and context mm. behind it. Um, and the ritual and ceremony of of the exercises, the processes and the tasks that we did really provided significant context and deeper meaning to the things that we we're doing and therefore it was really engaging. Mm-hmm. So uh, today's topic, obviously, you know, as we are mindfully love, we want to talk about 
that side of mindfulness, um, intentional living, and how uh, ceremony and ritual can work towards creating uh, meaning uh, and assist with um, creating presence Mm. uh, in the things that we do. Exactly. And I guess we can start by saying why personally we think it's important. And I think this for me came, obviously, I've been slowly being into mindfulness for years, kind of, and we go through phases Mm. around what that means. But I think it's only been the last year where we realized the intention behind everything that we do and the importance of intention behind everything that we do. Um, And I think actually it might have first came up for me in the Peaceful Warrior book. Yeah, good one. remember, yes. Sorry, um, I always... uh, Milman? Uh, What's his name? Milman. Dan Milman. Dan Milman. Dan Milman. Um, If you haven't read this book... um, We'll put it down in our, in the notes. It's one. It's one of our favorite books, um, "Journey of a Peaceful Warrior," and um, actually, there's a part there where um, I know we should go into the details, but where this gets guy, the teacher, lights up a cigarette, and this whole process. It's all about um, teaching this new student about healthy eating and living and mm. exercising. And the student, it's just so surprised. And he's like, what are you doing? Like, are you lighting a cigarette? That's so unhealthy. Um, and the teacher, um, Socrates, Socrates, <laughs> Socrates yes. um, goes through this whole thing around respecting the cigarette and doing everything with respect and intention. And, intention. and everything that we do, treating everything that we use, everything that we eat, everything that we do with respect and how that once you do that you remove all the connotations of something being bad or good and once you do that you stop abusing things Mm. and you stop using them mindlessly to your disadvantage so it's i think understanding um and and that really kind of hit home for me especially because as i'm going through as we were going through this healing process as well as um, healthy living and ethical, sustainable living. In my eyes, everything was bad or good. So yeah, being able yeah. to change that and allow that really nothing is bad or good is how we use it. Is how we the intention behind it. And if we use everything with respect and intentionality and ceremony, even mm. um, it we just change everything around us and how it's affecting us as well awesome reference because <laughs> i completely forgot about that part of the book yeah. and it was so great uh he yeah. caught him with quite a bit of shock like mm. everything socrates had done to that point was mm. just so intentional and meaningful with with his health and holistic health at heart and uh and and yeah his uh his young uh men, men, um mentee i guess mm. uh was just so blown away why are you lighting a cigarette yeah. yeah and and very much it was the intention behind it but uh, it's it's also in reference, and like you said, uh, with regards to how it can help uh, uh, not abuse things. So treating things with moderation and respect mm. is a really powerful, powerful mm. lesson that comes out of that book, but a powerful lesson that we, I suppose, have learned through our journeys as well uh, with, with using anything. And, and, you know, anything can be used detrimentally. Anything can be used in a way that when it's used in excess – can be of of you know danger to your health or, or, mm. or danger to others. So um, you know whether it's uh, you know 
even healthy food, it can of be course. abused if you have too much okay. of it, if you're having too much of the same thing, if you're mm. doing those the sorts of things. The intention behind it. The intention yeah. behind it. So uh, when we talk about um, mindfulness, and that's one of the things I, I want to lead into is we're obviously um, very passionate about mindfulness. Mm. It's obviously part of our name, so we're obviously pretty pretty keen on it. Uh, and it was something we were exploring, particularly early on in that journey. I, I kept uh, coming back to wanting to put um, place more mindfulness into just my general day-to-day tasks. So mm. one instance is, is eating and wanted to be more present and mindful when I ate. And one of the things I found I started to struggle with was calling that upon myself while I was in the midst of a meal. You know, sometimes... A couple of minutes into the meal, I'd be like, oh, be mindful, you know, get back into that mindfulness. Mm. Um, but I think, you know, something that touched on me the other weekend was was um, the presence of purposefulness in leading into it and the intention behind it. So uh, perhaps, you know, one of the things that can precede mindfulness is the ceremony and ritual itself. So coming back to the basics of saying, um, you know, obviously we've got very automated lives in a sense these days and and there's a lot of routine there i know particularly for myself Mm. that i can just be ticking the next box make sure i'm having my three meals today doing the exercise and doing all those things i step into it going soon i'll have finished this what's the next thing and making sure i'm ticking off that next step Uh, but leading into a meal you know even while i'm cooking Mm. uh, really leaning into what is the purpose of what i'm doing here I'm eating not just because the dietary guidelines recommends I have a dinner every day. I'm eating not just because um, this food is seemingly healthy for me, but leaning into the moment of going, I'm about to prepare some food that, mm. uh, you know, either, uh, you know, if, if you do eat meat, uh, you know, something that another life has gifted me, um, whether it's plants or whatever it is, um, so, you know, something has sacrificed its way for me to ac- access this food. So acknowledgement mm-hmm. of that and actually stepping into that moment and being present with that as well. So as we step into each meal, it's not just get this down so I can start the next process of my day, but rather I'm, I'm, taking in this nourishment i'm doing something for myself uh as as well as nourishing my body that needs the fuel you know that runs through and and therefore that's going to create help create i think that environment of mindfulness Mm, i like that and it's we've we've heard about mindful eating so much about you know you shouldn't be eating while watching tv you should make sure you're sitting on the um without distractions um all those things but as you said even the preparation of food you know, start the ceremony, start the ritual beforehand. And as you're cooking the food, mm. allow yourself to even enjoy that process. Mm. Yeah, and, and of course, it's, it's hard. It's hard when, you, um, when you're in a specific time frame and you need to get food for your family by this certain time. And just recognizing that it doesn't need, it doesn't need to be a big thing. Just right before you start cooking, taking a deep breath reminding yourself what you're about to do during it you know a few minutes a few seconds recognize that wow like i'm being creative here um how am i feeling in my body am i enjoying this am i finding it you know um is it too stressful for me am i overwhelmed it's pressure it's not enjoyable really tap into because what mindfulness is it's not meant to just be this positive feeling Mm, constantly it's all about recognizing where you are at that present moment non-judgmentally and that's the key word non-judgmentally so even though you might be cooking and not enjoying it being able to recognize that and be like okay this is not my favorite thing to do right now but i'm here and i'm cutting veggies right now and just state that 
And even just by doing that, it's so powerful to bring you into the present moment and you realize what you're doing. And then as you say, going and recognizing and giving thanks to all mm. our um, to all our ingredients. And then, you know, if you want to make it more ceremonial, even as lighting up a candle, setting up the table, mm. being able to formalize it a little bit to bring that presence back. And we know grace, as simple as grace that, you know, a lot of religions do before meal. Um, if you're not a religious person, it doesn't have to be grace, but it just literally taking three seconds to just look at your food and just recognize, acknowledge the um, gratitude that you have in front of you. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, and then it's a whole process of eating, eating slowly, eating mindfully, eating, uh, chewing your food, no distractions. Tasting it. Yeah, mm. tasting it, smelling the sm- smells. Um, and it, it's a whole process and it's harder than it sounds. Yeah. It sounds like that, something so easy to do, but it is very hard. And, you know, if it's something that you want to challenge yourself, start slowly. Start with one part of it. Doesn't It doesn't mean that necessarily you're going to be able to do this whole ceremony of preparing and eating and you're going to do it correctly. Start slowly and start just recognizing, as you said, even if it is a few minutes later, mm. recognizing yourself. And one word, um, one affirmation that I've chosen for this year that um, it's been helping me is that I am here. I am here, yeah, just like I am here. Yeah, presence. Um, just presence, just reminding yourself where you are, where your physical body is mm. at that moment. I mean, it's it's so challenging at a time where we are uh, more or less pushed into this, you know, partly the instant gratification world, partly the instant response and partly mm. the always constantly forward planning what next, what next yeah. in any task we do. And, and it makes it makes each task I find anyway, I'm a very meaning based person. It finds I find it makes each task ar- arduous. It mm. makes it now something that uh, I, I just have to do. It's just part of my routine, something I fit into the day. Not all of it is always going to be enjoyable. I completely understand, mm. respect that. But if, if, if it is something of meaning, you can create uh, a, a greater sort of engagement or motivation with it and it can ho- change the whole perspective of the mm. task itself. So um, we can apply that to just about any situation. Yeah. One of the other uh, reference points we spoke about earlier is also even uh, just waking up first thing out of bed. Um, you know, generally we'll start, and I, I, you know, I know it's 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 a force of habit. Uh, but you wake up in your mind straight away, bang. Uh, you know, what is uh, what time is it? I got to make sure I get up by this time. I got to make sure I'm doing this. Let's make sure I get Let breakfast in before I messages. go. Do I? And, and then th- that pretty quickly kicks mm-hmm. in. I'd say after you know on a usual sort of non-mindful morning for me within a minute or so, I'm going reaching for that phone and I'm going, I wonder what notifications came in overnight, you know, where I sort of place my attention now. Um, Sometimes that situation may be necessary and sometimes you might need to act quickly, but we can always allow ourselves just that couple of minutes spare, Mm -hmm. wake up in the morning, recognize where you are, have a thought about, uh, you know, what sort of sleep you had, have a thought about where you're sitting, the comfort that you're in right now, have a thought for a second about the fact that I woke up and that's mm. a really wonderful thing and just take that time, create that ceremony as part of the ritual of waking up. So it can just about be applied to any part of your oh, day. Sure. But uh, one one thing in particular I, I want to reference obviously is um, with regards to parenting. So when we talk mm. about intentional and conscious parenting um, and I, I might let you talk to this a little bit, but just in regards to uh, presence in playtime, mm. uh, presence with your child rather than the task of having to play with your child. Yeah, yeah. and exactly, you, you said it perfectly, the presence of it. So 
a lot of the parents we say at the moment that you only need to spend eight minutes with your child a day but undis and 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 uninterrupted one-on-one fully present eight minutes well that's not a lot no but I'll, I'll, you know, and I'm going to challenge, challenge the parents that are listening to us, if there are any out there, um, to think of the last time they actually spent eight full minutes, just them and the child, without a phone, without a TV, without anything else, and just them uninterrupted, playing something together. Not having a conversation, but playing something That's together. That's what I was going to ask, the presence yes. of conversation yes. and asking questions as well. So even removing that yes. and stepping back and just being... Yes. Just mm. play, just being there, playing with your child for eight minutes. Mm. And you will find that not a lot of us do it um, because there will be interruptions or it might even just be us taking over the game, the, the, in the, what's happening, the play, really. And But really allowing ourselves to be there fully as our child is guiding us through the play. Yeah. And really being there interrupted for eight minutes and fully having a hundred percent of our attention on a child and a child knowing that and even now that's hard and yeah eight, as i said eight minutes doesn't sound much but in our busyness our busy lives at the moment our brain can't can't even do that sometimes because mm. at those eight minutes you will seek out to look out for your phone mm. you will find something that will distract you Wanting to rationalize mm. the play or wanting to or dictate it, take yes, control. Yeah. That, yeah. And ask the child, oh, maybe we should do this. Or how mm. about we do this? Yeah. Rather than just really be there for your child. Um, and, you know, that's one part of being present and intentional in your parenthood. And, and it, it all starts with how you are on a daily basis. And as you said, if it might be waking up, cooking dinner, everything that you do, reminding yourself that you are here because mm. your kids are watching. But it, even if we go beforehand, intentional con- conception, pregnancy, mm. the way when you you know when you are choosing to raise your to grow your family, the whole process of conception as well, mm. you know, being able to, and even that how beautiful that whole thing is, and I know we will be. Slowly, we're slowly tapping into that a bit more, but being able to tap into those conversations that you have with your partner and those rituals that you get to do together mm. as you prepare into the conception. And the pregnancy, that's whole, another whole journey that you do. There's so many beautiful moments during pregnancy that you can ritualize and you can create them into pretty intentional ceremonies as well. You know, nighttime when you sit with your partner and you, you know, touch your belly you talk to your unborn mm-hmm. baby and you know you put music on you lay and you take deep breaths you meditate you dance you know all those things being able to bring it into that i guess intentional respectful conscious happy decision yeah that you make and separating that obviously mm-hmm. you know what you're emphasizing there also separating that from the clinical side of it so mm-hmm. we can find uh oh. you know i think a lot of people's minds go to when you're talking about um intentional conception and, and rituals in that sense mm-hmm. as well we're not talking okay so it's you know this time of the month now so it's a perfect time and i'll raise your legs this way and 
but rather the actual intention of the act that you're making as well, what the purpose of this is, what you're going to create from it. And, you know, once again, then, you know, it's, it's not about basing it around, okay, this ultrasound was beautiful. So I'm talking about, you know, um, actually being present in that moment mm. as well with each other and, yeah. and creating intention through that. And, you know, and by doing that instantly, you bring your stress levels down mm. and you're bringing yourself in the present moment and you are fully, your whole body is fully wanting this as well mm. during that time. So by bringing, by bringing those anxiety levels down, those stress levels down, the higher chances that you're able to conceive quicker as well. Mm. Mm. So it's, there's a, there's a lot there, um, but it takes practice, you yeah, know, definitely. and the only thing that you can start doing from today is just giving yourself kind reminders when you are becoming aware of yourself not being intentional or wanting yourself to come back to the present moment. Kind, non-judgmental reminders, mm. you know, as, yeah. Yeah, no, no, I, I was just going to say in exploring the concept of meaning. So when we talk mm. about, you know, creating some of this mindfulness, think about, Think about, um, you know, we, we often speak about traditions. I know this is something you're really particularly mm. passionate about, but creating family traditions. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there are plenty of uh, mothers and, and fathers out there who it's very important to make sure everyone has dinner at the same time and collecting around the mm. table at the same time. It's a wonderful idea. How do we engage everyone in the concept of it that goes beyond just it's just a nice place for the, for the family to meet? Mm-hmm. How do we create that ritual, that ceremony behind it so everyone knows this is a time where it, uh, we don't just have to converge on the dinner table and be together, but rather what is it that we're all doing here mm-hmm. in this space together and creating that ceremony behind it can be a really beautiful oh, tool. Sure. Yeah, And that comes with the values that you want to embed within your family. And... If your family time every night, dinner time, is something that you truly value, you can definitely create a beautiful tradition and ritual around it. Mm-hmm. And as you said, yeah, you can formalize it and, it's some, and you can put the boundaries around it so your children and your family grows up knowing that this is something that's non-negotiable for them because yeah. it makes them at the end of the day feeling, makes them feel good, feel loved, feel happy, feel calm, feel safe. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, before we end, how do you feel about giving a little... No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm going to suggest uh, that Chloe might be able to do a little bit of a, um, a meditation. Do you prefer a meditation or how do you want to I'll be able put this Just down? a little presence exercise. A little presence exercise. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And this is a very simple um, exercise that I teach my clients as well and... It's a little exercise that will bring you back to the present moment by using all your different senses. Okay. I'm ready to get present, so I'm going to sit back (laughs) and uh, you feel free to guide us through this. Okay. So I would recommend that if you are here listening to us over your headphones, maybe take your headphones off as we will need any other sounds around us at this point. So just get yourself comfortable. And let's take three deep breaths. Allowing all your senses to wake up. And we're going to start with our eyes. If you have your eyes closed, you may open your eyes and look around you. And note five things that you can see.
and thrust. And now let's move to our ears. I want you to notice four things that you can hear. Now let's move to touch. Three things that you can feel. It might be things from your hands, your whole body, your feet. And now let's move to the smell. Two things that you can smell. And last one. One thing that you can taste. Move your tongue around your lips. And let's finish by taking one last deep breath. And repeat inside your mind, I am here. This is a very simple one minute exercise, less than that even, that you can use when you find yourself feeling ungrounded, overwhelmed, stressed, anxious, rushed, and you use a five, four, three, two, one, you know, counting down with all your senses to bring you back to where you are, where your surroundings, what you feel. And it's such a beautiful exercise to use with your um, children as well. If you have kids at home, when they are feeling rushed, when they're feeling anxious, when they're feeling sad, when they're feeling any big emotions, just to bring them back to this present moment, to ground them and to get them to feel in control again. Mm. That was awesome. How are you feeling? <laughs> yeah, I, thought, I, I was straight away. I'm like, oh, what a wonderful thing maybe to do first thing on waking up as well, just mm. to touch in, uh, check in yeah. with yourself and touch base and see mm. where you're at. Yeah. Great one. Awesome. All right, well, what a, what, <laughs> no better way to round out another episode of uh, another podcast. So thank you all for um, being present. Thank you all for being here. And here's to a more uh, intentional, conscious and... Um, mindful future. future much love everybody thanks all bye, bye.